Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down. Welcome to another episode of Podcasts, our first one back from winter break. And we're joined here today by Mr. Franz as our co-host and thanks for producer this hour. Yes. yes. And then Double duty Corinna today. Thomas and Sophie Benitez. So girls, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty okay. My okay. break, I went to Costa Rica. Oh, wow. So I saw a lot of wildlife yeah. and, you know, plants mm-hmm. that we don't typically have here. Yeah. So it was, the scenery is amazing and the animals are amazing. I can imagine. So, Did you go into like the jungle there and stuff? Yeah, we went into the rainforest and then we went into the jungle too. Wow. So what? So what? So what cool. animals or <laughs> bugs or what did you? I've heard there's a lot of crazy bugs there. Yeah. So they have a bullet ant, and mm-hmm. supposedly, um, people have been bitten by the bullet ant. Say that it feels like you actually like got shot, shot with a bullet. bullet. Yeah. And so we saw several of those, and so I was a little nervous because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. don't really want to get bitten by that. So no. you weren't trying to test whether the theory was correct. No, or I the took pictures rumors. and then I like backed away. Got it. Because like in the when we were in the jungle, they have like railing railings, and so um, our like guide was like, don't touch the railings because mm-hmm. you never know what's underneath. Ooh. And so I was like, okay, not gonna. Yeah. Nope, you know, not messing with that. And then we did see one on the railing. Yeah. So it's a good thing you know we didn't touch the mm-hmm. railing but um and then we saw a lot of spiders and i'm not a big fan of spiders but they're they like were cool. huge there yeah right? they're huge and so i took yeah. pictures but i still don't like them no but they were beautiful <laughs> like they were beautiful but mm-hmm. not not for me how were the beaches in costa rica um, well we went snorkeling and so that the beach that we after snorkeling we kind of went off and went on this little beach area and it was it was beautiful mm-hmm. is the water like clear or is it like normal ocean water i don't know uh, I've never it was there. where we were it was normal okay but i know i've seen like pictures of other areas where it's clear but yeah very cool we could awesome. see like when we were snorkeling we could see mm-hmm. but like from above obviously you couldn't really see much but with the goggles very cool nice. all right so yeah. if you're gonna be top, tough to top that one but how was oh, your yeah. winter break well, my winter break, um, it really wasn't that eventful. I just, I have two jobs. So mm-hmm. during the school year, I work only at the Y. And then in the summer and on breaks, I work at Portillo's as well. So I basically just worked all break, chasing that bag, mm-hmm. racking up that money. Mm-hmm. You know, got to save because college is coming up. Yep. So yes. Smart. Yeah, I, I hear college is kind of expensive. That's what <laughs> I've heard. Said, yeah. so. yes. And so do, since we last talked, have there been any more updated life decisions for next year? Nope. Still plan on going to where I want to go. Okay. Which is Eastern. That's right. right. (laughs) Uh, I still haven't made a decision. Okay. But Eastern is one of my top. We'll keep asking every time we have you on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, cool. So the topic of the day, which is timely, for the fact that we just came off a few e-learning days, which we actually came up with this topic beforehand, but... uh, You you two did want to talk about your experiences with e-learning. Now... You have quite a bit of experience for the <laughs> fact that you went through it fully during COVID and then you just had it again. And so Corinna mentioned before we started that it brought you back to COVID times. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your experience with e-learning and whether or not you like it. So I didn't really have any in-person, like not in-person, but like meets. Mine were mostly like just do work on your own, but it still felt like 
because it was like, well, then we had last week and then we had two this week. So it was kind of just like back to like freshman year. And I had like two of the same teachers that I did when I was a freshman. Mm. So it really just felt like I was, you know, back to my like 15 year old self. So your freshman year was the year when we were had like the Wednesday. Yeah, where okay. we didn't have like school at all. So it was the first. It was not not when we went home home on in March. Yeah, came back. But the, that was my eighth grade year. The start off of right. Yeah. And then some like people e-learning. were in person. Some people were fully. Okay, yeah. so that was your freshman Mondays year. Mondays and, like, Thursdays was the beginning of the alphabet. And okay. And Thursdays and That's Fridays right. yeah. was the end. And then Monday, or I mean, Wednesdays, we didn't have school. Oh, Correct. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so continue. I mean, I kind of felt the feeling of, like, you know, dread and mm-hmm. having to, like, force yourself to do things again. Because mm-hmm. when you're in person, it's like you have the opportunity. You're in class. You can ask questions. And you're kind of, like, you have the teacher's expectations. But then at home, you have to have self-discipline. And so if you struggle in that aspect, which sometimes I do, then it's like, okay, yeah, I got to do this. You're and so alone. I got it all done, but it was just like, yeah. oh, so. No, from even from a teaching standpoint, I think we both get that. I mean, I have a, I had a kindergartner at home trying to do his first e-learning every time. My third grader, she went through it, um, so she was kind of used to it. Like, it was, mm-hmm. she was not as much of an issue, but the kindergartner was, like, having to balance my own classes along with yeah. – uh, my kids was a little bit of a challenge too. So Sophie, what about you? Um, my e-learning experience was all right, I guess. For the most part, I think I just had trouble with like the classes that I have to work in a group with. Mm-hmm. So um, for one of my classes, we just have to work in a group to design a city. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard to communicate with my other group members because we couldn't figure out like how to work on the project when we weren't together Mm -hmm. so it was just really difficult and stressful in that aspect but um i do enjoy e-learning in the fact that like i don't have to come here right so i get to make my own schedule sort of and i get to um yeah make my own schedule it's basically it yeah and decide what i want to do first prioritize and i'm not i don't know sitting in a classroom i guess um I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just rather be in my own space. Yeah. So. Well, from a teaching standpoint, you know, you talked about the group thing, like when you had the same due date as you would have, right. As if yeah. you would have been here. Yeah. That was the challenge I had. Now I had really good attendance, which I think is different than some other teachers, but I had a seriously a majority of mine show probably the same number that would have been here regardless. And, but, but they're not, you can't see their faces. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I can't force them to. And so they're there, but are they really there? And so if I'm teaching something, which I did in most of my classes, especially on Monday, it's like, do I have to reteach that then again when I come back? Because I don't know whether or not they grasped the material Mm -hmm. that I was teaching. Yeah. One of the things that a good teacher does when they're in a class is gauge students' understanding simply by the looks of your students. Mm -hmm their facial expressions. Um, you can't do that. N- no one turns on their ca- their video. I had one person who had their video on. Um, that's just unfortunate. You know, that's just the way it is. And I, I get it to the to a certain extent. You can't extent, tell but... through their avatar? <clears throat> no, I cannot <laughs> no? tell through their avatar. Oh. Or letter. <laughs> or their letter, um, yeah. And I had less than your attendance. I probably had 60 to 70% yeah. of my students, probably closer to 60. And... 
so if you don't know if let's say it's 60 percent and you don't know how many of those 60 percent actually caught on or paid any attention or whatever and then you've got 40 percent who weren't even there it's hard to know like you said do i need to redo that content what i do is videotape it and then i say hey if you weren't there you need to watch the video yeah, that's a good idea. and you are responsible. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's very important for them to understand and get that experience in because in college, they will have to do some of their own learning. And sometimes you'll have classes yeah. that are blended and mm -hmm. sometimes you have to watch videos or aren't in class all the time. So yep. I think that's actually kind of a good skill to yep. have. Um, so. I feel like that's why I like e-learning is because I feel like mentally I'm, t I'm taking like dual credit classes and AP college classes. So like all of my, I don't know, I have a heavy workload. So I already feel like I'm, you know, going towards the college experience already. So like being at home and doing e-learning, it feels like, okay, I have a day to get stuff done. So it was just actually really nice to do that. You know, just to get mm -hmm. stuff done, not be as stressed, get stuff done that's due ahead of time, you know? It's just nice. So what would you two prefer? I would still well, prefer... Well, hold on. Let's oh. let's talk about it. Prefer your options are a snow Ooh. day that yes. you have to make up later on mm -hmm. in the school year or an e-learning day, which counts as a learning day. Yeah. So that it's important for the audience <laughs> yeah. to know what the options are. True. Okay, okay. E-learning. If it's between those two, then it would definitely be e-learning just so we don't have to add that extra day on and we get a little day to like kind of regroup, recorporate. If in my case, yeah. if you have a heavy workload, then But you honestly, have that it doesn't time. matter for seniors. Oh. They, they would probably prefer a snow day because they don't have they don't have to make that up. Their graduation date's set in stone. Correct. Is it? It is. Yeah. Like yeah. Your, your senior luncheon, like all of that yeah. is already, those dates but, are already set. But what it does do is push back when finals are. And so that, that well, could that's true. make it so that if there's too many, that seniors would have to potentially take finals after the, before oh. like the rest of the class does mm. it. And that does create problems and like, if there's no final exams, I'm sorry, no, if you don't have any final exams this year, if we would have had no snow days, your last day would have been Thursday the like 18th or something Dang, or 17th. Dang, that's kind of early. I didn't think it was that early. But because we had a snow day, oh. now mm. the last day before finals is Friday the 18th. So if you have no finals – your last day would be a Friday. If we have one more snow day, we have another day on Monday the 21st or whatever, which they would have to come back for if they had no finals. Mm. That's not just seniors, though. That's everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And would you say? You're... I would probably prefer e-learning <clears throat> just because it's like, I mean, if you think about it, the schedule's only until like 1230 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like so. If you do like all your work, and even you can like spread it out, you can do some of it in the night too, mm -hmm. depending on the teacher. Then you basically have like you know yeah. a little bit of time where you can be flexible, like Sophie mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So 
Yep. I would prefer that over a snow day where I'll, I won't be very productive probably. You can sleep in a little more and yeah. Yeah. Especially if you already have, like, a busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, you work, you have extracurriculars, and mm-hmm. you have a full day of school. Well, now you have a whole day that you can do you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just nice. More flexibility yeah, is definitely true. better option. And, and I, I won't get into the whole story, but I, I almost needed it this past Monday as a mental health day. Mr. Peepinbrink and I were at the Leroy Casey's uh, for about four hours. What? Trying oh. to take off yeah. a tire. I went to go pick up a bed i borrowed his truck to go pick up a bed in the champagne area and brought it back and got a flat tire on the way long story short we couldn't get the tire off so we had to have it towed and so i had to have shout out to mr hoder he had to come meet me there and i had to move all the furniture from mr p's truck to mr hoder's truck to um then take to my house and so it was five degrees out the whole time too. We were uh, freezing, uh, couldn't oh get. Yeah, gosh. it was a long day. So, anyways, I didn't get home till about nine that night, and had I left at about one thirty. It was In- freezing, so I. That was the most timely, perfectly yeah. timed e-learning day yeah. for yes. for me. And it, I mean, it was unexpected too. Like, I mean, kind of. Because, like, I didn't look at the yeah. weather, and then I woke up in the morning, and then my mom was like, oh, yeah, it's a snow day. And I was like, yes. or not snow day, e-learning day. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, I could tell I looking so... at the temperatures that it was. Yeah. I didn't I'm even know about the weather, and I woke up at the time I usually wake yeah. up, and I look at my phone, and my friends are like, it's a new learning day. And I'm like, whatever. Is that yeah. what it sounded like, the <laughs> yeah, text messages? Oh, yeah, like that's that. definitely what the text messages sound like. Love it. <laughs> All right, so uh, any other takes about e-learning? I, I'll, I'll make my final yeah. uh, just statement about it. I, I think they're good to have... A, a few of them Agreed. a year is fine. Agreed. But any more than that, it yeah. would get, as a teacher, it would get me too far behind. It is nearly impossible to cover a full class worth of content in, in an e-learning day. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I do not have a problem at all having a few of them. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the decreasing <laughs> content is enough to say this isn't worth it. Yeah. I think it's fine. Two days in a row is... Enough for me. If we would have had a third day, I would have yes. been, I would have been not yeah. happy, honestly. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We'll get to our interviews with Miss Codron and Miss Frangella, and then we're going to finish up with our pet peeves. I'm looking forward to that. I got a lot of them. I got about 170. Love it. Watkins moving again. Okay, we now welcome on two very special guests. It is uh, our so principal like of Normal West, Miss <laughs> Codron, and our associate principal, Miss Frangella. So thank you for joining us. Again, you're our first guest in the new updated podcast room. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us. Of Quite course. a privilege. It yes. Is. Yes, it is a privilege to be in here. And I will say that this does look very professional. I know you all have put a lot of time into this and for mm-hmm. what it does for um, the narrative of Normal West and for our students. And so look forward to having a very professional conversation today with you both. Absolutely. So we thought you'd be fitting first guests to have in here. You now have a semester under your belt as uh, principal and associate principal, your new roles this year. Um, so again, we wanted to ask you several questions that revolve around that, but we wanted to start off by letting you maybe talk about how you got into this role um, what your career has been in education up to this point, and again, how you how you got these positions. So, Ms. Frangel, we'll start with you. 
Okay. Um, I've always had an interest in education. I went to Illinois State and got a degree in English education. I minored in Spanish and English as a second language. And I taught for 16 years, mostly at Bloomington High School, mostly teaching Spanish and English as a second language. Um, I decided I wanted to do something else in education, so I got a degree to become a principal. And so I started here at West uh, four years ago as an assistant principal working with students with last names A through G. And then when Ms. Codron moved up to principal, her spot opened, and so I applied for that. And so here I am. And one thing uh, Ms. Frangella said in her interview, I think that is important to share, is that um, while she could have an impact on a alphabet A through G of our students, I think she was looking to have more of an impact A through Z. And so I think that's just an important reason sometimes people look to change a career path is just their level of impact. And so we're happy to have her helping all students and families A through Z and staff A yes, through Z. staff A through Z too. So if you don't mind me interjecting before we get to um, Mrs. Codron here, so how, what made you ultimately decide to switch from teaching to administration, like where you just kind of looking for a change, you'd been doing the same thing for a while and just looking to mix it up or? I was looking to have a little bit more of an impact. Um, I primarily worked with English as a second language kids and mm-hmm. I was the only person in the building who taught that population of students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of advocating you have to do for students um, when their families maybe are intimidated by uh, the language barrier and things that come up. So um, there were some things I was looking to do for kids, but unfortunately as a teacher, I could only do so many things. So um, in an effort to try to do more things for more people, um, I realized you have to move up a little bit to take on those. So was your was your head spinning that first year here at West then? When you, you know, I got, quite the I got very lucky because it was the COVID year. Not that anyone oh, thinks yeah. COVID is a good thing, but I got to know the staff a lot and uh-huh. then... Um, kind of gradually get to know names and faces and then so it was it was a nice learning transition year because a lot of things weren't happening we weren't um, supervising sports we Mm. weren't really seeing as much discipline so a lot of the the things that we that I was dealing with were not so major so So it was a smooth transition so your first year was the year we had like the Wednesdays yeah remote remote Wednesdays yeah yeah. that is that is nice yeah most people think that would be a terrible year to transfer but it really was it worked out pretty well right So I have to ask before we move on to Mrs. Cotteron, because this is a question I always want to ask administrators. Do you miss being in the classroom? Um, there are some things I miss, but overall, I'm going to say no. There are the things I miss, I mean, the, the daily interactions, the relationships you can only build with students in a classroom that you see every day. I, I see... As an administrator, I see some students every day too, but right. those are different relationships. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's a good answer because you uh-huh. yeah. you want your that's administrators to teaching, enjoy right? what yeah. they're doing, and sure, there are elements that you would miss. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm not an administrator is because I would miss the classroom mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. So that was a, that was a big thing to think about. I did an internship before I became um, an assistant principal, so I got to do a semester where. Um, I was at Oakland Elementary, and my classroom at the high school was completely taken over by somebody else. So I had kind of a transition there, too, that I got to kind of experience it and see if that was something. And I did ultimately love that, working with those kids, too. Mrs. Codron, tell us a little bit about how you got to be the principal at Normal West. Sure. 
Um, and so I started my uh, education career after graduating from Eastern Illinois University, uh, the Harvard of the Midwest, as Tony Romo has mentioned on national TV um, more than once. That's what it's known for. Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Um, and so graduated from there and for some reason um, never lived in the suburbs but thought I needed to be in the suburbs after I graduated. No, no one ever has to be in the suburbs. Which things move very fast Same. there and five miles take 20 minutes instead of yes. five miles taking five minutes yes. like around the Bloomington Normal area. Mm -hmm. But I was at St. So Charles you're not, North. you're not going 35 or 40 miles per hour? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I always describe what? it as it's basically like constantly driving on veterans after State Farm gets out. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's all the time. And that's like on chill yeah. hour yeah. for them. Yes. And yeah. in that five miles, you drive past like three Jewel Oscos, which I don't <laughs> yeah. understand because where malls. I lived, yeah. we had to drive 20 minutes yeah. to get groceries. So yep. that's... And the little strip malls are everywhere too up yes. there. Too, in the yeah. But I will say um, St. Charles was an innovative school. Uh, it was really similar, which is odd as I reflect on it, just because we're a two high school district and they were as well. And we, at that time, were the split off of the main school, kind of like Normal West is. And so it's interesting to find that connection again to being there. And we only had freshmen through juniors in our school. And so we were really just starting an entire school. And to see that it was just a really cool, unique experience, especially being involved in athletics you know, and starting varsity programs and the kind of coaching that that takes versus coming into something that's established. Uh, but quickly learned I did not want to live in the suburbs <laughs> long term. Um, Becky loves the suburbs. I, really I mean, Miss Frangella loves the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> and so she often goes back there and brings back, you know, treats like White Castle mm -hmm. or things like that yeah. for our administrative team. It's not a team. bad place to visit. No. It just, I... What suburb there? Are you, are you I grew. I am from Oak Forest. Okay. And then I, I did teach one year up there at Lockport. Okay. And that was my first year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a split school too. It was very interesting. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then I moved uh, to the Bloomington Normal area. It was at Tremont High School, uh, which is a small Turks. school. Yeah, the Turks. And so um, one thing, probably that I value to my core, is being part of something bigger than myself. And so a small school is great, but it's really just yourself sometimes. There's not the collaboration and teamwork um, that I saw being in a larger school uh, and then coaching everything. So as a junior high coach, the varsity coach, and there's just a lot of responsibilities there. You're the not, only one that teaches. Yeah, that's why I could not subjects. imagine being the only business teacher. Mm -hmm. It would just be uh, very difficult and you don't have another high school, let's mm -hmm. say, to collaborate with. Um, so yeah, I, I totally get your point on that. Yeah. Um, and then looking for something more collaborative, I had the opportunity to move to a larger school, which is Pekin High School. Um, I was there for a couple of years, uh, had been looking to get to the Bloomington normal area professionally. Opportunity came up at Normal West, I believe, uh, Kenny Lee, mm -hmm. who is a former the normal. Kenny Lee, former Kenny business Lee. teacher. Shout out, now yes. superintendent at yes. Muhammad Seymour School District. We have a lot of those ex-Normal West uh, people um, at Dan Lamboldi. Yes. Yeah. So going to be a superintendent. Yes. So Laura um, O'Donnell got the call from him that there was an opening. I think they had a teacher leave in July in the summer uh, and science teachers. I will say I was, I think maybe the only one that maybe applied for a lot of the 
jobs that I applied for just because there weren't a lot of people going into science education. And so applied for that in late July and then got the job and uh, have never left Normal West High School. So I think those experiences help us realize what we have here. And so I know what we have here at Normal West and happy to be a part of it. And the teamwork that happens here is not something that happens everywhere. It's awesome. Agreed. Yeah. So so what has been up to this point then in your new roles, the biggest challenge? Because, I mean, both of you basically just took a step up, right? So you went from assistant principal mm-hmm. to associate principal. So what's been the biggest challenge stepping right, into that role? All right, say it. Email? Uh, there's a lot of email. Just a lot <laughs> yeah. of emails. Uh-huh. I get, we play a game sometimes called what is in your email or did this have to be an email? And, and it's just kind of funny to hear. And to, to think about some of the things I'm getting in emails uh-huh. that I'm... Like hypothetically, if you were to get a, an email of a break from somebody like, hey, we might be using the pool. Like, hey, just wanted to check and see if that's okay. Extremely <laughs> hypothetical, I'm sure, like, Mr. Like, Burgess. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like yeah. that, like that as an example. You know, those weren't emails I was getting last year. Right. Assistant principal, no. But the, those that, are just new. Yeah. Just that has to be in an email, right? <laughs> For sure. So. Yeah. Well, hey, oh, yeah. I, you want to make sure no yeah. one was well, in the pool. I don't want to be that guy yeah. that no, just showed up at the fine. pool. Yeah. I had to... Verified. I think also sitting at this um, podcast for about 30 minutes, I'm going to predict that Becky, Miss Frangella, is going to go back to her email and have probably in the 80s. Yeah. Is there of new emails? Of new Whereas, can we check that at the end? Here, <laughs> yeah, we can check it. Yeah, okay. we can All check right. it. All right. And then what happens is what I noticed is moving to principal is a lot more of like the big picture of the school planning. So mm-hmm. like school improvement planning, leadership with our building chairs, Mm -hmm. um, our admin team as a team, connections to the district office level, connections to our families and the communication Mm -hmm. there, um, connection to athletics, visibility, like those kinds of things are different. But I'll go back from this and I'll maybe have in the 20s of email. And so the email difference of the approval life of the associate principal with fundraisers, facilities, time off, building usage, custodial stuff, yeah. like that is just constantly coming through. Mm-hmm. In I think my suggestion for you, Ms. Frangella, would be to figure out some type of forward mechanism where every third email gets forwarded gets to Mrs. Codron because uh-huh. she just Ooh. she didn't have enough. Uh-huh. That's what I'm, yeah, so, that's what I'm I think there's a special filter there's for that. There's got to be. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I forward plenty of emails to you <laughs> as I had to do over that. You do. But that's... My job is webmaster, and I'm the contact information, so I get random emails that have nothing to do with me. But but we all help each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So who? So if like a, I would guess though that like parents and whatnot, they don't know who to contact regarding stuff. They automatically just probably email you now. I don't know if that was the case before, but. I guess things like that. They're like, okay, well, who do I contact? Who's the principal there? Yeah, I think there's some support things, yeah, with some of our parent organizations. And, yeah, and if they don't know, they can always reach out Mm -hmm. to the principal, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I should be able to help connect them to whatever's needed. And so that's that's totally an okay thing to do, and Mm -hmm. that's expected, that that that's just fine. And then we just try to say here, you know, one of my leadership impacts is, like, you know, all stakeholders all the time, so then I'll just loop them in to – Mm-hmm. who needs to be looped in and, right. and how we can help. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so I don't think that many people know exactly what you do. And I don't want you to I tell do. us that I said not too many people. 
one person. Um, and I don't, I don't want a long, like, 10-minute explanation because it, it would take at least 10 minutes to tell our listeners exactly what you do. But if you had to summarize your job in about 30 seconds, what are the main parts of what you do on a daily basis? Canned goods. No, sorry. Go. Right? I, no, I'm trying to think. Okay, because I'm trying. I'm working on my evaluation for myself right now and trying to put all the things down on paper. And I'm like, well, okay. So let, I'll give you kind of the logistics. So some of the things, the big things I think that people think or know I do, I work with scheduling. So that's kind of a known for um, students and for staff, figuring out the master schedule and the student schedules. I work with the guidance department to do that. Um, by master schedule, you mean what classes are yeah, taught? What classes are offered? Who's what teaching? What room? Yep. Yep. And who's teaching? Yep. Yep. And um, I also work with our custodial team. So when we have uh, we have rental groups and different groups that use our facilities. Um, I set up some of those rental contracts with outside groups, and then I just work with our custodial team to make sure everything. Um, is set up and time and if they have questions about setups or if um, we need to figure out coverage for things. Um, I work with Veronica Crush in our office and set up things like that, like for overtime for custodians. Um, I work with her for substitutes too when we have uh, teachers who are not able to be in the building. Um, what else? Oh, approvals for things like field trips and, um, you know, if there's um, – you know, someone wants to post a sign or things like that. Um, I still deal with supervision and student discipline and kinds of those kinds of things. You also have to do evaluations. Evaluations of teachers. And custodians. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I'm part of that team, but overall, I'm not the one who does the okay. the big so I would say a simple way to put it would be like educational logistics. Yeah. Essentially like. She is the chief I feel like, operations officer yes. yeah. of there you go. the West High yes. School. Yes. That's a good I way feel to... like, but that's why I get so many emails because I, I like this though because I'm like, if you don't know who to send something to and you're like, just send it to her. And then, then, then that's me. And then I yeah. can help figure out the answer because I probably, if I don't know the answer, I'll find it out. Now I know for the future. So, so yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's probably less with students though than last year or would you say? Um... I had that. That was what I told Miss Codron. It was my worry that I was going to be less interactive with students, and there is to a degree, yes, but but also no. <laughs> There's right. still a right. lot working with students, uh-huh. yeah. uh, which is great. That's why we're all here. So yeah, I think I said in my interview when I moved from teaching to administration, and I said, I think you were in the committee, and I don't know if you remember what I said, Mr. Franz, but oh, I boy. said, I don't... I was I, in I Ms. Frangelo's interview as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be the weird lady that just eats a salad in the lunchroom <laughs> for our <laughs> students. And so I think I've been able to make connections. We go in and we, we visit our freshman mentoring program, and it's the only way that I know to meet 400 freshmen here, you know, and making that a priority on our schedules to be visible and to be at events and student events and make those connections with families and people um, know who you are so right so that that kind of a thing yeah the one with the cut that's what they say (laughs) it's usually about my hair and not about what i'm eating in the lunchroom which is good cooper what do you think about that your your microphone's not up but i mean you you know who mrs codron is right yeah the principal with the cut the one lady cooper gave the 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 yes he doesn't want to speak that's okay he just That's got okay. his braces on, so he's a little oh. questionable in the speaking realm right now. We just hope it's recording. Plus, he has inner city. 
swim tonight, so he's trying to conserve as much energy as possible. So, I mean, going into your interviews, I'm sure this was like something you probably had to answer, but like as far as changes that you maybe wanted to be made, and obviously, you know, a lot of times it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's not going to be done overnight. But what were some things, I guess you could mention, short-term and long-term within our school that you maybe wanted to to make? Sorry, that, that sounds like a actual interview question, but I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Thought this was just supposed to be kind of casual conversation. I can I can start. I think um, one thing is uh, through our admin team meets every week, and it's our first team here at Normal West. Um, the things that we have to say to each other and communicate and work together on, uh, we have to do that very closely. And so I think one thing that I was making a priority here uh, when I became the principal of Normal West was how do I help facilitate the personal missions of people on my team? And so each quarter we meet about their leadership dashboard and what they're passionate about and what their personal mission is and how that drives what we do here to keep that at the root of our why. And so I think our quarterly meetings are something that was on my mind to learn about the team, but then also work collaboratively with the team on what we're leading and why. And so I think when you lead people, I think that's a very important step to take. And so sometimes those times that we meet get changed with things happening in our building with 2,000 people that live here, but we do keep it on the calendar and we meet once a quarter. And mm -hmm. I share back my personal mission or things that I'm working on that tie to um, our school improvement plan that tie to our mission statement, that tie to my personal mission, that tie to PBIS and CATITUDE, and that tie to our job duties, things that we just have to do, right, that might not exactly tie to our mission. And so I think one thing on my mind was just what, is, what does that mean for people at Normal West and what they're personally passionate about, what their personal mission is. And so we've done some all-school training on that as well to be able to take those steps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So, Ms. Frangella. Um, I know one of mine, and it's kind of going off what Ms. Kadron said about the personal goals. Mine is always, because I worked with a unique population of students, our English learners, when I was a teacher, um, and we still have those students here in the building, just trying to formulate a way to kind of wrap around those kids that choose to stay. So, um, if you're not familiar with the English as a second language program or the bilingual program in Unit 5, um, the students take a test, and I'm the one who administers the test here. Um, if they mark on their home language survey that they speak another language at home or another language is spoken in the home. So if they do, they sit and take a test with me um, for English skills, listening, reading, writing, and speaking. And then depending on their score, they may or may not qualify for ESL services. Um, if they qualify for services, we don't unfortunately have those at Normal West, so they have to go to Normal Community. That can sometimes be a big decision because while we will provide transportation, um, your neighborhood school is not in your neighborhood. Um, so some of the students choose to remain at Normal West, and so I just wanted to have some way to kind of uh, make sure that those kids are getting the supports that they need. So that was always really important to me. Um, and so um, now that I'm in charge of, oh, I didn't mention the CARES program. I oversee the CARES program. So now that I do that, um, that's a way that I can wrap around those kids pretty easily because I know who they are. And if they choose to stay here in Normal West, we have kind of a game plan for um, how to support them while they're here at West. Very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I think what I, 
think our listeners are probably going to gather from listening to you guys talk about your roles is it is not a nine to five job. It is a 24 seven constant job that you've got a lot of things going on. It's a large high school. Uh, it's an effective high school, mm -hmm. uh, but it's effective because we have people like you who are leading us, leading our school, leading our teachers, leading our staff, leading our students. So for sure. Agreed. So then well, I guess I'll piggyback on that. So when you're not thinking things normal, what, what things do you like to do outside of your jobs, school related? What are, what are things both of you like to do for hobbies? Um, I like, I go to the gym that gets, mm -hmm. burns off some energy and yeah. uh, hang out with my dogs. I like to try to force the admin team to hang out with me <laughs> um, socially. So sometimes we do that. Are you, are you a morning or afternoon workout? For the gym? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to sound like a psycho, but I tried to do both. So oh, wow. I didn't go this morning because, you. well, we had two days of uh -huh. e-learning. But yeah. I will go after school today, and then usually I'll go before and after. Well, good for you. But sometimes awesome. I only do once because oh, you geez, never know yeah. what the day will yeah, bring. Right. The morning one, there's no excuse. I should be able to go, but... Now, did you, were you even mornings like these cold days? And that, um, I went, yes, I went those on are the days that Monday, I, I struggle. But when Tuesday, It's no. dark. It's negative 10 out. It's like, oh, Yeah, I know. The winter yeah. is always hard in the it morning. It is. It is. It's cold. Yeah. There's yep. no sun. <laughs> right. Right. Ms. Kadri? Uh, I am a, yeah, morning workout um, at 5 a.m. I like to be the first class of the day. I like to be finished by 5.45 and then back in my car drinking my coffee that I made. That's my habit stacking yeah. technique mm. is that yeah. I make my coffee before I go to the gym. So when I come out, I can drink that on the way home. Um, and so I do that. And then um, right now, I'll be honest, as far as habits, when people are like hobbies, when people ask me that question, um, I don't know. So right now, I just turned in um, the draft of my final dissertation. Mm. And so I've been reading things for education and not things for enjoyment, you know, mm -hmm. like I do love a good mystery or reading in the summer. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm hoping once that's completed in May that maybe I'll mm -hmm. be better at answering the hobbies question. But you also have two yeah, uh, boys that are involved say, in sports. And I so probably attending that, that tends to take up a lot of time. Is that a hobby? <laughs> Uh, yes, I mean that mm -hmm. takes up hobby time. <laughs> I feel like that's just following the family calendar. Exactly. But <laughs> I don't know if I would say that's it a hobby. It decreases but. the available time. Yeah. For hobbies, like I, golf, is something that I would love to okay. do all the time, but there's only so many hours in the day. So I guess a hobby is um, drinking Lacroix and eating sunflower seeds at sporting at events. events. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball with yes. seeds and. Yes. Yep. Coconut Lacroix. So you look forward to the sunflower seeds. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. There's so many flavors now. I get so that. yes, we've just found my hobby. Thank you for helping yes. me through and that. We know what to get you for you, uh, the big, Christmas the present. big ones or the. Um, yeah, you got you got to go yeah, big. Yeah, those are. It's a best. long season. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Well, um, I know sometimes both your jobs can be thankless jobs. So I, I know I speak for both of us and for the staff. Thank you for all that you do for Normal West, for the students, for the staff, and everyone. Um, we appreciate it. And you've done a great job so far. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, thanks yeah. for having us here. Yeah. I think, yeah, in those days, you know, people say it's, like, thankless. But I will just share that every year I put up – I have bulletin boards in my office. And so 
things that I get that are notes, whether those are from families, students, colleagues, um, staff, you know, just those kinds of things, I hang them up. And then every summer I clear it off. And I think like just seeing things go up there every year, it's not thankless. Like I do feel thankful um, in that role. So I just, I feel like that's something that I do every year. And every year I clean them off and I'm like, get nervous. Like, will I get anything to hang on (laughs) this year? But it does. It fills up. And so, you know, yeah. people people here need us. And I think that keeps us going. And the number of emails that Miss Frangella got during this Can we look at podcast that real quick? will determine how needed we really are here yes. and how many people do. So we'll end this interview us. with the amount of emails Miss Frangella got. Since oh, man. Wait, is this going to be disappointing? No, it's only 38. Oh, That's geez. not bad. Okay. It was only 25 minutes. <laughs> Maybe you got caught up during Usually the e-learning whole, day. Usually it's a whole, right? Whole yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank well, you thanks again. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yep. Okay. Welcome back. Again, we're still joined by Sophie and Corinna and Mr. Franz and um, our game to end the podcast. Uh, revolves around our pet peeves, which I have a ton of them. And so we're going to pick our own quote unquote teams of pet peeves. And so um, we'll go around the room and we'll do a little draft. So snake draft as always. So we'll go this way. I'll start. We'll go around this way, Mr. Franz, then you'll get two. And we'll come back to me. So we get four each. Okay. Um, So I think my number one pet peeve, and I think this is something that I was just conditioned uh, growing up. My mom hated being late, um, but my number one is just being – number one, being late. That's not a, really a pet peeve, but people being late and inconveniencing things when they are late. Um, it just drives me crazy because, you know, sometimes like for I have a friend who is late to everything. So like, for example, I like to golf. If our tea time is 8.30, you have to tell him 8.15 or else we're waiting around. And then it's just like it throws everything off. And so um, that being yep, late There's definitely people that run on their own schedule. Absolutely. And don't really pay any attention no. to the inconvenience. Nope. nope. That My sister is actually one of the worst at that as well. Oh, no. Just does not Does care. she listen to the podcast? Uh, probably not. You should probably talk to <laughs> her I will now. and I'll say, hey. I shouted yeah, you shout out. out. I shouted yeah. you out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Corinna. <laughs> okay. Or called you out. I'm going to go with this one first just because this one might get taken, but slow walkers, <sighs> especially in the school hallway. Like if you are going to walk the speed of a mm-hmm. turtle, like, I agree. just like, just, oh, especially like so down the annoying. stairs, like down the stairs. Yeah. I'm oh. like, can you not walk like 0.2 miles to per be. hour down the stairs? Like just go. There's got to be a fast like, lane and a slow lane, but mm. no, all these little people want to yeah. walk in a line. Yeah. No, no, together yeah. at a slow pace yeah. and then well, like if you like don't already. pass people like i mean i don't like the people who shove people because like don't do that I'm but I'm sorry. like if i go around people they like get mad at me and it's like you're literally in my way and mm-hmm. i say like excuse me and i go past them but it's like yeah come on like at least i'm being nice you about it you're you're just a especially if you're saying excuse you me yep. yeah. yeah all right let's crap. let's keep going because otherwise we're gonna be if we're doing four each um, so my pet peeve is, uh, when people crack their neck, mm. I'm going to use that one first. Okay. No, it's just like, ow, 
it just yeah. hurts my neck Sometimes to watch people good, crack though. their neck. I but I've never been able to crack my neck. I've never been able to crack my neck. So it's a good feeling. It's just a pet peeve. Okay. Hey, it's your pet peeve. You're allowed <laughs> to say that. Yep. Um, okay. So my number one will be when peeper, people are at a left turn signal and there's a bunch of cars lined up and they're first and they're on their phone <laughs> and it turns green and nothing. You're a guy that honks if they don't turn in one second. Immediately? Aren't you? It's not one second, but uh-huh. it, be ready. It, yeah. Especially there's a lot of turn signals in yeah. Bloomington Normal yeah. that there's a bunch of people waiting. Uh-huh. Uh, there's yeah. one in particular that I use all the time. And if that first car Wait, tell is me not ready. Is. Yeah, and then you have to – and then though it's really maddening when you have to then hit the red light basically because that first right. person exactly turn. yeah and, yeah and eight cars don't get through mm-hmm. because that one person's on their phone which they shouldn't be uh tawanda <laughs> and fort jesse yes yeah that one oh, yeah. always yeah. It, it's fast too mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. so like you can't get out yeah that's a good fast one enough that's so, a good one all right what's your second one um number two number two i i guess i'm a, a driver that allows things to bother them but Mm -hmm. (laughs) when i go to a grocery store and there's a car parked out front of the grocery store because they're too lazy to get in a parking spot (laughs) they can't walk the extra 40 feet and they've got to park their car in a no parking zone because they don't have to follow the See, rules. I haven't seen many people just actually park in the front. Like, where? what grocery yeah. store are you talking about? Every grocery store I go to. Are you sure they're not just being dropped off? Or no. Just getting... There's no one in the car. Oh. Well, then, yeah. That's... Am I the only one that sees this? I, I've, I've never, never noticed. No, that. I haven't. Well, what grocery <laughs> store do I you go start to? Noticing, but... I, it doesn't matter what grocery store I go like to. like every time you go? You Jewel, that? Schnucks. Mm, okay. Wow. They would just... Yep. They just, they're oh, too lazy. Wow. They can't okay. walk that extra 30, 40 feet. That All would right. be my pet peeve, too. All right, right Sophie, okay. back to you. Um, when, ooh, when people grab food off of my plate without asking, what are you doing? Back up. Back <laughs> That's a good one. Why are you grabbing food off of my plate when it's not yours? Mm-hmm. Unless you paid for it and you're letting me have some. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's different. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it's my food that I went and I bought and mm-hmm. now I'm trying to enjoy my meal and you, mm, fry, back mm-hmm. up. That's mm-hmm. my fry. Yeah. But I'm finished. And if I don't eat all my fries, then you can have some. Mm-hmm. But right now, my eyes are bigger than my stomach and I think I can eat all of this. Yeah. So don't touch <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, mine also has to do with driving, so I'm going to try to explain this. So, if there's two lanes, and you're at a stoplight, and there's a right turn lane, but you can also turn... So, it's like at the end of Rivian, if you know what I'm talking about. And, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, there's two lanes, and two of them, like, they go left, or the right one, you can go right. And so, if you know that you are going to be turning left... You can't go left on a red light, but you can go right on a yeah, red light. Yep. Get in the left lane so you're not in my way when I want to go right. Sorry, because... I had to turn the, the volume Sorry. down. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting heated. Like, we're getting heated. No, but that's so weird. Like, why yeah, are you in yes. my way? I want to go right. I know that I want to go right before I get to the stoplight. Is... Like, so lights, let me go. That is, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. you're in my way. When it's two and like it's straight or you can go straight and turn left. Like... Or turn straight and go right. So 
there's people in the lane and like you want to go right but there's two cars that are about to go straight but you want to go right so then you have to sit there and wait yeah uh-huh. it's like I, just I, get in the left lane just, dog no, i will tell you right. that i am kind of tooting my own horn but if i'm approaching a stoplight and there is a stoplight and you can go right and i'm gonna go straight i almost always look behind me to see if there's Pull a up. car behind me and if there is a car behind me i'll get in the left lane so that just in case they're going to be going right yes they can that's do so that is so kind Sam, of you, Mr. I do that that's just the way i like i don't like the inconvenience people and that i feel like right. I'm, that's yeah. like one of my things is like, i hate inconveniencing people yeah exactly i'm so, the same way well it's not really a pet peeve it's just i don't like inconveniencing people like yeah. inconveniencing mr p to come get me <laughs> at the leroy casey's that hurt for, your heart hours. it did oh it did no. um okay so both of mine these next two have to do with people just not understanding social situations and so one of them is just when people are there's really three facetiming talking on the phone like on speakerphone or just watching loud videos in public mm-hmm. like have a clue I don't no get, one wants to yeah. listen to that so why don't a little just, awareness just would be nice in. and Especially there's just people that just yeah. don't i don't know why people facetime in public like just just call them up. i see that that's the one i see like if you don't have headphones and you want to facetime just call them instead like yeah. right. it's not that or just i don't want to listen to your loud youtube video like i don't yeah, <laughs> Mo- and most people don't, but that's just right. like a clueless yeah. thing. And then similar, this is my third one, is just people that just don't they talk, and you just like can't get away from them. So like sometimes they're students. You mean like they're not taking the but the some, clues that you're giving them to? And I'm like, trying to get wrap it up, and they come up and they'll talk to me forever about. So, and I'm like, you know, I'm trying to type and act like I'm working so that they will get the idea. That like, hey, you need to sit down or you just need to stop talking or I'm busy doing something and you just will not stop talking to me. There's just several people throughout my life that I know that I, I almost like hide from them because I know that if I start talking to them, I can't get away. And they can't take clues that I need to go no. and I can't talk forever. That's so, like my grandma, but I love her. I would talk to yeah. her. Does your grandma listen to this show? Um, No, but okay. I will. I will give it to her. Okay. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my next one is the sound of Velcro. And if people Ooh. just sit there and just like with whatever they have and they just like, <laughs> I can't. Like, Chalk I don't mortish. know why. It just, oh, it, it boils my blood. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I mean, that's, I, oh. that's bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. My third one is like when I'm really passionate about something and I'm talking about something that I'm really passionate about and someone tells me to calm down. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. That makes me just want to just not calm down. Like <laughs> makes me want to get real angry. It just stresses me out. I just So someone's like saying it. calm down to you. Yeah. Like, oh, especially when you're talking about something that you're yeah. really that passionate, I'm passionate about. about. See, and if they're I'm not like, they're not gauging that passion or they're not feeling that passion. So right, like I just just feel my passion. Like so I, I don't know. Like I almost said to Karina in the last one when she was getting fired up, "Let's calm down." No. <laughs> that was awesome, though. That, that was, was, a, good was a good. That was a good <laughs> rant. <laughs> um, okay, uh, number three for me would be. Not cleaning up after yourself. <laughs> um, it happens sometimes in the business office. Um, 
it happens a lot at my house. Um, I have one son who is very cognizant about cleaning up after themselves. They finish a dish. They go to the sink. They wash it out. They put it in the dishwasher or leave it in the sink, but at least wash it out. Um, I have one son uh, who's been in this chair, actually. <laughs> it is unbelievable. I mean, it, it's just like... No awareness. It, it right. No awareness. But he's it, inconveniencing right. maybe somebody else. It's not yeah. the. It's not belligerent. It's just simply, in his own world and not worried. <laughs> That's not what he cares about or is worried about. And uh, it's just it's a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, number four would be as a teacher. This is probably my biggest pet peeve. Is the inability of people to not be on their phone for more than five minutes yeah. that they constantly have to have it on them that they can't listen to me or be present for more than a few minutes that they have to look at that phone yeah and i'm going to piggyback on that because that was actually going to be mine is like just while i'm talking like it's just it right. comes off as so rude yes it's and you don't even I know most of the time that they don't mean it to be rude, mm-hmm. um, but it is. But it is. And I, I remember one time that you just to prove a point. No, I've done this several when times. When someone came up to him and asked him a question, he just got on his phone and started checking it. There was that in because your class. that's what they do. I've done that. Sev- I've done that several times. But yeah, I had a student who was really bad about it, and he'd be sitting back there on his phone, and I was make note of it. But he was also the student that would come up and just be like, "I don't know what I'm. I don't know how to do this." And a few t- finally, like the third time that he did that, I just get, he came up to me. I got my phone out, and he was asking me questions, and I did not respond to one thing, and I just scrolled on my phone while he talked to me. Maybe not Power the move. best teaching practices. However, but sometimes I mean, that's the only way you can prove a ask point. Ask a classmate, yeah. Yeah. or maybe so. listen. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> say that. I just pretended that I didn't hear yeah. him, like he did to yeah. me while I was so. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's a def. I think that's probably a pet peeve for most teachers yeah for humans so. in general i mean there's there's people if you just talk to them and they're sitting on their phone you're like mm-hmm. okay well he didn't listen to anything that i said yeah yep. oh i know that when i'm on my phone and someone's talking to me i'm not comprehending what you're saying to right me. no it's no, hard you're to definitely not i like to pretend i can do that but no, it's not you it's know. not humanly possible <laughs> all right sophie um when people stare at my phone when i'm like texting mm. they like look at my phone so creeping yeah, I'm like, what are you looking at? It's not your phone. So, just stressing me out. Yeah, it depends what I'm doing, but that bothers me sometimes. That's um, good. Mine is cutting in lines, especially oh. at like amusement parks and stuff. Ugh, yes. What? No, that's that's <laughs> okay. No, it's oh. true. But because it's just like I got in a line, and so you should get in the line. I don't care that you don't want to wait. Neither did right. I. Well, but, that's that's like my thing with the parking. Like, there's yeah. parking spaces. Yeah. Why Why do like you not have to follow those rules? What they're supposed to do. Like Mrs. Can't. Hinman, for instance. There are lines for parking <clears throat> spots. She doesn't abide by that. She just parks <laughs> off to the side because it's more convenient. Sorry, Mrs. Hinman. I was just using it as an example. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's the same general thing. Like some people, the rules don't apply to. Yeah. Like the people that park in front of the grocery store. That's, That's what. Exactly <laughs> what I was just talking yeah. about. Yep. So. All right, last one <laughs> for I me. I thought you were talking about the school. 
I was both. This is my kids, so they like to actually like to listen to this when we're in the car. So I, I want to make sure I include them. But one of my pet peeves is them saying that they're bored. Like the only way recently that they can be entertained is if they have a screen in front of their face. Well, at, at some point we say enough. You need to go find something else yeah. to do, and it's like the end of the world. Yeah, that they're bored. Oh, yep. even though they just got tons of Christmas presents that I can play with, and so they, um, them saying they're bored, especially after Christmas, makes me extremely frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that makes them very mad, and if they hear this, it'll be even funnier. Is I say to them in a very kind voice, but it makes them furious as I say, "Well, I just can't wait to see what you kids come up with." <laughs> you're so creative come up with something and then it makes them fuming mad when i say that to them <laughs> you're so creative yeah yeah so uh everybody's so creative that's one that that's one recently because we've been cooped up in our house a yeah. lot um that has been driven me that insane. would frustrate me too yeah like if you do something for them and they're like um or, yeah, or you, have, you get something you have hundreds like, of dollars worth of christmas presents right <laughs> i bet you can find and for of things that you asked for yet Nope, it's not a screen though. So, yeah, I, I have the same issue with uh, at least one of my kids. Yeah. Um, okay, those were good. Do we have any that didn't make the cut that you wanted to just quickly throw out? Oh wait, oh. hold on. Yes. I, um, you, we did a lot of driving ones, but yeah. No, someone not putting on their turn signal drives me pretty crazy, especially like yeah. if it's in a situation where. They're they're coming at you like you're you're trying to pull out left at a two way stop and they're oncoming traffic, and they just don't put it on when they're turning. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yes. What well, am I, I would have. How am I supposed? I would have turned. Yeah. If you had your turn signal on. I put one that you kind of talked about in a roundabout way is people that are playing music through their earbuds that's loud enough for everyone <laughs> to hear. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of the just yeah. overall not understanding that. Social cues. Yeah. I'm like, why have earbuds when we can hear it anyway? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one of mine, another one was mine, was slow internet, slow drivers, mm. and last minute assignments. And when people chew Being with their mouth open. You. Yeah. All good ones. Yeah. Um, we should probably wrap it up. Yep. It's going to be a longer episode. It is. That does it. <laughs> which so, is fine. Uh, if you are listening, our episodes are going to be a little different this semester. So, we're going to do our typical episodes like this every other week. But in between, we're going to start something new that is a department spotlight. And we're going to spotlight a different department within the building and interview two or three teachers just to get to know them a little bit more and how they got into the subject and position that they're in. So, those will be shorter ones that we will do every other week as well. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. I'm and sure you guys are too, right? Yeah. Follow us on it. social and check out yeah. the new room. Yes. That is finally we'll done. Absolutely. There'll be pics. All right. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>